Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, it's your boy Vinod, aka Mr. RMB. Hey yo, hey yo, what it do? They call me Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <laughs> what's going on? It's I your know. girl Jenny Black. Yo, Out of left field. Word. New gear. I, I, listen. Still 
man, listen. It's, a, it's 2018. We got to do it for 2018. Whatever. Yeah. It's the first show back. I couldn't do it. I couldn't leave y'all alone today. I'm sorry. What's going <laughs> on, Dad? Yeah. What's daddy good voice right now? Oh, hold on. Before, before we get into the show, I'm going to make a disclaimer. This is not daddy voice today. This is daddy trying to keep the boys sleeping today. That's, okay. that's the voice mm-hmm. I got on. So if I'm talking voice. low, just know. Yes. Nah, you sound good. Your inside voice. Well, thank you. Thank you. I tried to sound better than I did last year, so I think I'm well on my way to the goal. What's okay. going on? How are we doing? What's going on? Happy y'all? New Year to you guys. Happy New, Happy New, New Year, Year to everybody. Merry how, Christmas. How was your Happy New Thanksgiving. Year? Happy Easter. I know I missed all of that, so. Word. Yeah, Word, that right? <laughs> Say that again? Happy birthday no, to y'all, too. I, I know I missed all of them. Listen. <laughs> Happy Valentine's for Mitzvahs, uh, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Man, I've been going for a minute. All mm-hmm. that. Happy uh, everything. How, how, how are the uh, twins? Now they're, they're great. They're beautiful, man. They're like sleeping right now. Right? It would seem, right? <laughs> now nah, they just turned seven months. They're actually going to be eight months on the 13th. Oh, wow. I thought they was in college Bless, because man. I thought that's when you were coming back. Man, listen. <laughs> the way the way this is going, yeah, might be, I don't know. I I'm not gonna speak on it. I'm not gonna speak <laughs> on it. But yeah, I'm, I'm here today, so no, we in here. What? How was your weekend, uh, Miss Judy? What you do this weekend? How was you? Um, actually, I do nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nope, I do shit. <laughs> I ain't do shit. Okay. V, what you do? Other than daddy duties. Yeah, outside of that, I'm pretty much that. Listen, my my, my weekends are the the boys' weekends. So all all, all I do on the weekend is learn from them. That's all I got the time to do. Um, What did I do? I, um... I watched this show on Netflix. A lot oh, of episodes well, of um, Black Black Mirrors. Never. You ever seen it? Mm-hmm. Yo, shout out to Empress who put me on to that show. That show is crazy. It's super crazy. Yeah, it I'm is. so glad. Yo, I'm glad the second uh, when that fourth season came out so quick because I caught it late. I caught it on the third season. I only saw like so three you know episodes like, of that. Three, only three? To the first, yeah, the first season? Yeah, the first season, yeah. Nah, you gotta watch it. It gets better. Yeah, to be honest, I actually started at the fourth season. The girl who put me onto it, she told me that it was no set order. Like, every episode is yeah, different. So she's different. like, you don't gotta watch in order. So she showed me right. an episode from, like, season three. And I watched one episode of season three, and then I just started season four yesterday, and if y'all ain't see it, I recommend people start with season four. I don't know what season one is doing, but I didn't get there yet. But start with season right. four. It wasn't please. bad. It's just I got distracted because I started watching uh, Orphan Black. Yeah, ever watch that? No. Orphan Black, no. Yeah, that's another show that's slept, slept on. That's another series that's slept on. That shit is good. Okay, I'll too. put that on the list. Yeah. But you know, you know what now, the crazy um, thing about uh. Black Mirror, though, sorry to cut y'all off. The crazy thing Not about sure. Black Mirror is almost the same as like American Horror Story. 
But the mm. craziest part about it is the way the American Horror Story does seasons, Black yeah. Mirror does yeah. like episodes. Oh, okay. Black Mirror does episodes the way they do seasons. So every episode it'll be different people with different characters. So you can literally mm. start on any season. Really. On any season, on any on any episode. Right. Any episode. Because when I first started, when I first watched it, I think I watched episode three by mistake. And then I went back mm. to episode one, and I was like, what the fuck am I missing? And what's going on here? I thought I was. <laughs> right. <laughs> I thought I like, was how do you get over here? So like, I would on? get from yeah. this girl to this black nigga, like, in this place. Right. Like. <laughs> I, I liken it to um, the Twilight Zone. It's like a modern-day mm. Twilight Zone. Yeah. Like, just mm. weird, weird, but... Uh, enough about that. Let's let's tell the people what we're gonna be uh, talking about today for our first show of the new year. We're gonna do a 2017 wrap up, sort of say like the best and worst moments of last year. Also, uh, Jeopardy. I don't know if you guys seen this clip. It kind of went viral of a contestant who um, that he was asked about Coolio's Gangsters Paradise, mm-hmm. and he said. Um, Gangsters Paradise, but apparently it's Gangsters Paradise, and just that little difference from the ER and the A, my son lost the game. Wow! Just for that. Hey. Um. Also, uh, Black Panther. You know that movie is supposed to be huge coming out next year. So there's supposedly no. There's not supposedly. Someone is trying to sabotage people going to see the movie. By creating like mm. a boycott for for uh, my, because Michael B. Jordan is supposedly not dating someone that's black, some shit like that. What? Uh, what else we talk about? Right, Cali finally legalized recreational marijuana. Mm. Big, big, big news for the weed community. Yeah, that's crazy. Super crazy But I'm going to tell you All the pros and cons of it And also uh, DJ Khaled Is the new face Of Weight Watchers I don't know if I ever Seen a dude As the As the face Of Weight Watchers What y'all think of that Let's kick it off With that actually With Khaled As the face Of Weight Watchers Yeah I mean He's been In the gym For like five years And I ain't seen Nothing change Yikes I mean, but you know, he should he should want to change now. You know, he should want to lose weight so he could keep up with his son. It's not easy being a single mother, not being able to, you know, chase after your kids. Wait, what? You just called him a single mother? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? <What'd you> ask? <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Um... I think it's um I think it's a cool idea actually because I feel like um, most people probably that would need uh, Weight Watchers or whatever the system is probably looking closer to uh to DJ Khaled than they do to The Rock probably so yeah. I feel like that might be able to give people some motivation to you know Get in tune with their health and all he that has type of the stuff. Audience, but, basically, right, exactly, and, and the, the the relatability. 
because most people right. are not really in shape, so it's not gonna you don't you don't feel intimidated watching somebody like right. him giving you health tips. And so. he could use that. I've been in this gym for five years and I ain't lose nothing yet. <laughs> so wait, <And> watching. <laughs> and who could motivate mm-hmm. you more than Khaled? If y'all follow DJ Khaled, this man is the most inspirational person ever, second to. Mm. Kevin Hart probably. Nah, Kevin Hart is probably second to him actually. Cause nah, we don't look at Kevin Hart the same. <laughs> but Khaled is don't super inspirational. Don't even use him so. as an example. Hold on, but who? Well, you know what? I'm mean, not even say nothing. Yeah, yeah don't right. say nothing. Cause don't say nothing. I'm not listening. You got it. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't DJ Khaled said he's nothing. already dropped 20 pounds with this new program. It's called, wow. it's called the Freestyle Program where we watch it. So we'll see. A lot of people feel like this might be his most important role for the community to date. We'll see. Mm. Hi, hi. It works out. Um, oh, we got we to gotta remind everybody of the question of the day. By the way, yeah, I was just about to say too. Um, okay, because for anybody also, topic. for anybody listening, um, before I read the question of the day, if at any point you want to comment on anything we're talking about, call us up six four six seven one six eight five four four, or uh, press one if you happen to be on the line already. Um, so we usually kick off the show with the question of the day, um, but we kicked it off with Khaled. But let's get to that. Uh, today's question of the day is: Would you be okay? With your significant other being friends with someone who is interested in them romantically, and that's if your significant other assured you that they have no romantic interest, like the feeling isn't mutual. Oh my God, that's like okay. That's like saying, "Babe, she likes me, but you don't gotta worry about her." And then next thing you know, we break up, and you're fucking with the bitch. Pretty much. That's a no for you. No, you better keep the fuck away from that house. <laughs> but no, would you be okay? Uh, yeah, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. You know why? Because I, I look at it like this, right? If you uh want to block your blessing and mess up what you got here. I don't mind because at the end of the day, that just shows me the type of person that I I was dealing with. So I'm not I don't have an issue with that either way because whether or not the person moves on for the better or it's the worst situation, like I said, which all all you could do in that situation is, is deny the person the opportunity to have that friend and uh, potentially just have them make that friendship behind your back anyway, which would probably lead to more. Uh, that you didn't want in the first place, so I don't know. I think I, I, I'd be okay with it. That's that's uh, a doubt of you. <laughs> Listen, I look now, at man. it. Listen, right? I look at it like this. <laughs> <doing> daddy thoughts <laughs> now. I got a, I got a, like my friend. All right, somebody I used to deal with, right? Got married, <laughs> had a fly ass wedding. I mean, dang it. And I was jealous because I liked him. You know what I mean? It just ain't work. 
But this was somebody he was with for a long time. You know what I'm saying? He was with them for a long time. They broke up. He met me. We messed around. They wound up getting back together, and that was that. You know what I'm saying? We know how I feel. We still friends. But I'd rather not be his friend because being his friend, you know, we talk, and I'm like, you know, what is it about you guys that you have a good girl and then you cheat, right? So he told me it's just about knowing that the good girl's going to be there forever, right? So now he's married, whatever, whatever. And he still calls me, he still checks up on me, and he be wanting to chill with me, and I'm like, no. So he's like, why? And I'm like, because I'm not about to chill with nobody's husband, and especially the fact that she don't know me. And if she did know me, would you tell her that we had something before? You know what I'm saying? Or would you tell her, don't worry, baby, she's interested in me and I ain't in it. I ain't in it. Like, I ain't on it like that. You understand what I'm saying? People yeah. are sneaky and I ain't with it. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to block my blessings by going, chilling with this person and no, I'm not doing it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I kinda, I'm kind of like in a situation sort of like that, but I'm not going to do it. I, I would not do it for my own sanity. Like, I'm not even going to put myself in a situation like that. Yeah, I I would say nah as well. Like I feel like I already have trust issues as it is, and it's not right. even necessarily that you that the person you with may not even be the one that's gonna try some, but that temptation that shit is like something else. And just oh, because that the person that they are around has feelings for them, like. It's like, yeah, you might have to limit that communication. Not saying cut it off completely, but just DM. like, you know. Who is this? I want to see who this is. Somebody just split up in my DM. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's the thing, right? It's the thing. I feel like the type of person that I am, the type of people that we are in, 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 in society, in, in, in our community, we're going to be people that a lot of people are watching, right? I mean, it's not as yeah. much people watching us now as they're going to be in, in the next couple of years. But you got to think about the fact that anybody that you're with is going to be people in their DM. It don't matter how how they look. Somebody's going to want to have or want to get at your person, your person that you're with, right? I feel like right. we have to, you got to, you have, you kind of have to look at it like this is the start of it. If they can't handle a friend who likes them, how could they handle somebody who is, is willing to throw a business opportunity in the in the inbox and, and, and mask it as I want to work with you and I want to you know what I'm saying? You got to be able to recognize it. So I, I don't mind her testing it out with her friends. If she's the type of person to be strong enough to to recognize the bullshit, then I'm good, you know. But if I'm dealing with somebody who's like Judy. The guy that you know, right? Not to put him on black or nothing, because I don't even know his information. But imagine if the, the good woman that he with found out that he was this guy that's cheating, right? Or do you feel, do you even feel like the woman that he with being a good woman deserves to be in a relationship with a guy a guy like him? Not to say that you know they they don't have something real or whatever, but just imagine if it's too late. You know what I'm saying? People. Uh, herpes and kissing. So just imagine the type of relationship that you're in where you don't even know 
that the person that you're with is putting you at risk to whatever. So maybe it'd be better that she find out the type of person that he is. Maybe she should allow him to have those friends so that he don't go behind the back and, you know. Not me. Just not me. Well, not you. Of course not you. I'm just saying. Like, a person doing what they want is going to reveal themselves to you. I'm not saying that's I mean, a good idea. I mean, he's a good guy. Don't get me wrong. But on that part, nah. I'm not right. with it. We cannot hang out. We cannot chill. You can call me to see how I'm doing. I don't even want you to flirt with me. I don't even want you to reminisce <laughs> on the red light special. I don't want you to do none of that. None of that. Let's just talk like friends. You know what I mean? Because I'm not with that. I'm trying to get my blessing. I want a red exactly. light you had. You know what I'm saying? Don't try to stop me from that. I think it's messed up And my answer is no You cannot hang out with somebody That likes you Well no 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 See this is see, Okay we talking about two different things No you I'm talking about the question of the day friend. No I'm just no. talking about the question of the day You can't hang out you can't have No she should not be a friend No yeah, I guess yeah You hanging out I'm not I'm doing that no. A friend could be, you know, text, calls, that type of stuff. No. Yeah, that's what I'm going to read some responses from some of our listeners on uh, social media. We have on Instagram, The Real LaShawn says, Nope, it's going to be problems. Yep. You don't want no problems. I have more. Um, with love said no. I would not be okay with their friendship, nor would it be okay if it were the other way around. People don't respect boundaries nowadays, and if they did, those thoughts would have stayed with the owner. That's true. Knowing that, knowing that the person you crushing on is with somebody, why would you even express right. that you like them? Right. Like, Right. Uh, Jerry Anderson said yes She didn't elaborate what? on why she would um, And Renee Renee Samora said There is no point in that Because someone is lying You can't be friends with someone who is romantically Interested in you for long Right Because mm-hmm. one day We're going to have an argument And you're going to go chill And you're going to get drunk <laughs> And things are going to go down it's gonna go No down. Nope Sorry And it's not about insecurities It's just reality The reality of it Somebody likes you They don't want to be your friend You gotta understand that If a person <laughs> is interested in you They don't want to be your friend Period <laughs> I think I Word. think there's some people That, that genuinely uh, Want a friendship With somebody that they're interested in and I think a lot of the times it might have to do with the type of person that the other person is. So if I'm until if Judy is my friend, right? Judy got a man, she's my friend. And I feel like Judy is the type of woman I would like to be with. Right? I could see myself feeling uh, romantic feelings toward her but not expressing it or not acting on it. But still maintaining the friendship with her. Listen, I'ma say it like this. Even even like if that like if that was the case like if I, if I had a friend 
that was romantically interested in me or whatever the case may be. And I had a man, like, first of all, I'm violating my man's trust by even messing with this person as far as being friends with him because somewhere down the line, I'm going to let him eat my coochie. Oh. And <laughs> <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? And it's not, it's, it just can't, it just can't happen. And it goes both ways. Like it it's all good ways. until she posts that sonogram. Then he's like, right. damn. Nope. It ain't, you ain't gonna be cool for long. That's that but, baby. Uh, you gotta worry about her shit. <laughs> for anybody y'all listening, like I said, y'all wanna chime in, let us know what you think of this question of the day or any of the topics we're about to discuss. Call us up, 646-716-8544 or press 1 if you happen to be on the line already. Uh, let's move on to uh, Coolio. And well, Jeopardy, and don't let anybody tell you there's no difference between A and ER, because it made a big I've difference. Been saying that for months. For this contestant, it's like this guy, he's on there, and um, they asked him about uh, Coolio. Um, I forget the the way it was phrased, but I'm gonna cut cut to the chase the answer was gangster's paradise and it was a, a white man like he was so excited to know this answer like mm-hmm. he was like yeah, I'll take, uh, he's, he's like what is gangster's paradise and Alec was like correct and they moved on he actually not actually he said what is gangster's paradise lost I don't even know yeah. where the loss came from and if that's a certain version of the song that he knew that nobody else knew I was impressed by that. Maybe that's the correct way it goes. Exactly. So I was impressed by but that. But he even knew that extra, like the mm-hmm. extra of it, like mad hype. So they move on. He's in the lead now. And then somewhere along the line, the people who, um, the judges or whoever, they came back and it was like, we, we, we reevaluated one of your responses. You said gangsters paradise and it's gangsters. Paradise, and they took thirty two hundred dollars away from him, putting him down to second place. And I was like, "Yo, for two letters." Look on his face. Like, what would you do? What y'all think of this? I mean, it is what it is. The answer is the answer. That's the title. I've seen a man lose money on Will of Fortune for saying, um, what did he say? Achilles. And it was supposed to be Achilles. So That's different, though. That's, I mean, that's, he, what he said. That's two different words. I mean, this is two different words, too, but this is more of a pronunciation type of thing. And you know what I, I think, know. too? I think at some point in the future, they're going to want to put the answer for one of them questions is going to be niggas in Paris. And they're gonna yeah. want to say that they didn't say, oh, they didn't use the right, right, right. because said they nigga. said nigga in Paris. It's an AS, so that's a difference. I let them have it. You said niggas, not nigger. Yo, there was a video that went viral before with a with a guy, a white guy. Yeah, I know y'all had to see this, and that's what basically he was saying. He was like, niggas, not niggas. <laughs> no, I didn't see that one. Yeah, I gotta find it. That shit, it was all over the place. 
Nigga. He was like a college professor or something. Wow. OD. So, ladies and germs, there's a difference between A and ER. And this guy found out the hard way. <laughs> OD. Yo, so for the butt heads, the wee heads, uh, you guys are super excited because Cali is now, I think, the third state to make recreational marijuana legal. It's no longer just for medicinal use. You can smoke because you want to get high. This began on January 1st. Cali passed this law is official. Uh, before I tell you all the pros and cons, what y'all think of the fact that this is the movement that's it's finally happening? Judy, what you think? I think it's all good until you get back to New York. <laughs> 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 and I think it's all good until your lips turn black and your face yeah. start drooping. And your skin don't yeah. like that glow no more. Speaking from experience. But no, what you think? Recreation. I think weird. it's um, I think it's very generous of the government to allow people to do uh, something that they should be allowed to do from the time they're born anyway, which is make decisions for themselves based on what they want. How can you tell people that right. they can't smoke? Recreationally, and they can drink recreationally, right. knowing the pros and uh, and knowing the differences between alcohol and weed consumption. Right. But what's crazy? You know, is I guess we. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> now I was just gonna say we we all know the real reason for the holdup. The government wanted end on it. Mm-hmm. They Price. could not pass this until they found not a way tax to it. tax it. And you know what's not crazy? We can tax people have been saying Go this ahead. since people been saying this since high school, right? That's the only yeah. reason weed is not legal. But I feel like it became such a thing that people didn't really take it seriously. People didn't realize like just how real that is. But now you see it. Yeah. So what do what do I, I wonder what people have to say about all the people that lost their freedom? Uh, selling weed, selling the same thing that's now legal in another place that they they, they can say for sure uh, doesn't necessarily cause harm to the community because if people in New York were selling it, what's the difference between people in L.A. selling it? Not only that, the people who now have that on their record because they had a little dime or 20. Right. But I'm talking about the people that's still in jail. Right. Like not the people no, that out that could, like, you know, work what? around the record. I'm talking about people that, that lost their freedom and, and now are wards of the state or pretty much owned by the government to make money for them. That's one of the biggest arguments today regarding this is a lot of people feeling like what about um like what's gonna happen to these people that like you said are in jail, got arrested for selling weed, smoking weed, whatever it was. Now that it's legal, shouldn't that be like reversed or something? Like, shouldn't they be 
let out now, but I don't think that's going to happen. And I've read why, but I can't remember why Why they was trying to say, like, it wouldn't um, reverse that. But let me tell because you. Because of slavery and people don't want to end it. Well, yeah. That's the reason. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> I didn't read the article, but I can uh, tell you that's the reason. <laughs> um, so some pros and cons with this. Um tell you what you can and cannot do like even though it's legal you still can't smoke it in public you can't smoke it within a thousand feet of a school or daycare center when children are present and you also can't smoke and drive and they say that local governments have the authority to make their own rules governing use which might make might make it even more confusing for some Cause it's not just gonna be like this one generic uh, way to go, and how much can you have on you? And in all of the states that allows uh, recreational weed, up to an ounce um, is what you can have on you. Um, you got to be 21. Uh, I already said you can't smoke it in public. You can only buy or sell through licensed dispensaries. So you can't call your weed uh, man and think just because it's legal, he can come through and you can just, you know, get some. You still can only buy it through licensed dispensaries. And why? Because tax. The recreational weed will also cost more because of tax. So... Something that you probably would have paid twenty five dollars for, you're gonna probably pay like forty five for. Buying I just wanna say, stuff. yeah, you could smoke, but we are gonna give you rules to smoke. Pretty much. <laughs> so fucked up. Like credit. <laughs> it's just like credit. Yeah, here we'll give you credit, but if you use it, <laughs> you don't take the point. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like what? You can I even grow it too. Yeah, like I can't stand this. You can even grow it, but there's even rules to allowing people to grow it. Only up to six plants per residence. And only three can be flowering at once. Only up to three what? Three three plants can be growing at once. You can have up to six, but only three can actually be flowering up at, at uh <laughs> at one time. I hate the government because it's like, oh, you can have that. But you can't do this. Um, oh, we'll let you have this, but you can't do that. So annoying. Yeah. But you know what? If we really, if we really look at it, it's the same with everything, honestly. You know, it's just, this is one of those situations where it's so new and it's so different than what the way that we usually do it, which is, well, not we, but I mean, we in general usually do it, which is behind closed doors and dark. People don't know, right? Because you can't just be outside smoking weed. I mean, you're not legally allowed to be outside just smoking weed, right? So, mm-hmm. even if there's this new uh, policy, with any changes with any uh, regulations to it, it's going to feel like, damn, this is, this is a lot. But if you look at, like, just even people being able to make their own clothes, right? If you're, you can't just uh, wear nothing outside. You can't just run around outside naked, right? 
But there was a time where certain women couldn't wear certain clothes. So now that women can wear cl- uh, pants or wear certain things, it's like th- these little laws or these little rules, women can't walk around with their nipples showing and shit like that. It's like those little things, be because of the fact that it's, it's been that way over time, we don't really process or realize it as the same thing. But this is no different. It's no different. True. So, uh, I don't know how long, I don't even think New York, I was about to say I don't know how long New York is going to take to get on board, but I don't even think we have it for medicinal use yet in New York. Am I wrong? I believe there is, yeah. Yeah? Medicinal use, but I don't believe it's for, okay. I think you can only use the oil. I don't think you can, um, Because we are, like, behind in everything, but... Yeah, it's, it's definitely, I uh, guess, a good step in the, in the right direction. Soon you'll be able to have weed stores like liquor stores on, like, every other block and just go in there and get what you're getting and go home, do what you do. But It's just a shame hey. that we have so many, like, New York is where everybody really wants to be for the most part. And we're we're up to date on a lot of things, but we're behind in a lot of things that we really want. That's how I look at it. Yeah. So everybody wants to be in New York, but the government doesn't want to let us have the things. I think because they know we fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's control. It's control, of course. <laughs> <laughs> crazy, they, they crazy. Know. They know we crazy. New York is like probably the wildest state. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Chicago, but I could say New York is like crazy. Yeah, New York is just—it's a lot going on. I think I think New York is one of those places where it's like it's literally—you can literally walk straight from the projects to like beautiful houses in two blocks. Right. And a whole different set of people. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like because of that, because of the fact that everybody, people from everywhere is in New York. If you go to a certain place in Kansas, I'm pretty sure there aren't too many different nationalities around. I'm not going to say it's not like that, but I'm just saying most places, I feel like there's a certain demographic in a large area in those places. New York, there's something different everywhere. Or you could live in the same building with a whole Asian family. With their whole Asian customs and Arabic family with their the, the, their customs and African family with their customs, so it's all different. You get to see a lot. It's 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 it's, it's hard to contain all of that and just say, okay, well, this is going to be that for this, you know. So I think that's the issue with New York, but it's not. It's a beautiful. I feel like that's what that's what makes it a beautiful place to live in. But it's just a lot to get used to. So yes, for somebody coming from the outside. It'd definitely be crazy because you wouldn't even know what what to do. <laughs> now you can literally walk down the street and get any type of food. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Let's uh move on to uh, I Black say, Panther. I think that, hold on. Okay. I think that even if it does come to New York, I probably still won't do it. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I've I've been a smoker like most of my life, but you know, I'm not like a real smoker. I'm like off and on, you know, occasionally. But um, just to finish this off, but um, um, it just becomes a lot when you realize that you spending your money on this recreational drug. It's like my money could go to so many better things. And then when you have these fake dealers, it's like, okay, where are you? Why are you sleeping? It's like 3 o'clock. Oh, my bad. It's because you're smoking weed. It's because you're smoking weed. So I'm basically giving you my money to get sneakers. I'm, I'm, I'm giving you my money. I'm buying weed and giving you my money so you can buy sneakers. Or I'm basically buying weed and giving you my money so you can buy weed. It doesn't make sense. So I stop. I think it becomes an issue only when you can't function without it. Like, I know some people where like the mood will completely shift if they don't got no butt. It's like it's not harming them like how other hard drugs would, but if it's got to affect nah, your is. mood or In some type of the way, way you function, yeah, know- like. Absolutely, I know a lot of people. I think, listen, I think that's anything though. I think people kind of over uh, overhype that because I feel like it's the same shit with sex. Like if you know somebody who's not getting any sex, their their mood is gonna be different <laughs> than it normally would if they were. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's just what anything that you can you enjoy that you're not able to get. Yeah. But I think people make it uh, uh, like an issue because they don't see how. Um, that's something that everybody can just enjoy. It's not something that kids can enjoy, and because nowadays kids determine a lot of what goes on in the culture, it's just looked at as a taboo thing. But I feel like people need to just, I don't know, grow up. I can't even tell you why I never got into weed, but I just never, I never even had an interest to to smoke. It's weird. Mm-hmm. You know, but like, I, I can show you why. I got I, nephews so many... that's like 16 that's like smoking and shit or wanting to smoke. And it's like, I hadn't, I have no desire. Let me say something. Um, you've seen the effects of smoking weed. Like, basically, um, not to even stay on the subject for forever, but I hate people that are so addicted, like, I go out with my friends, and I could be the only weed smoker. They would never, you would never even know. Versus Mm -hmm. people that go out, we have drinks, because a lot of people want to smoke after they drink. Or people that'll go out and be like, oh, we got to smoke before we go. Mm -hmm. Now we're late. Yeah. Oh, we got to smoke while we're, after we we, we drinking, (laughs) oh, we got to sneak this in the club, we gotta sneak to smoke right. in the club. Right. Or come on, let's go out and let's smoke. I never put my friends through that. You know what I'm saying? So you would never know that I smoke. And plus, if I'm going out with my friends and I'm the only one that's smoking, I'm smoking. I'm looking. I'm feeling stupid because right. now everybody is sitting here and I'm the only one smoking by myself. And I was never that type of smoker to just sit there and smoke by myself because I don't. I never smoked that much. I was just like the three pulls, four pulls, and I'm good. You know what I'm saying? So that's probably a reason. Like, you've seen the effects. Like, it gets in the way of everything. 
I got to smoke before I do this. I got to smoke before I do that. I got to smoke before I go to sleep. I got to smoke before I wake up. I got to smoke before I eat. I got to smoke after I eat. I got to smoke before I go to the gym. Oh, I just came from the gym. Let me smoke. It's just too much. Like, it's just too much. Listen, I'm going to tell you what Hollywood's reason is for not smoking weed, right? This dude is extra, extra, extra picky about food. And you cannot be into weed and picky about food at the same time. It doesn't work. It doesn't work because you're going to get high and you're going to want to eat anything. Anything. Yo, you know what's crazy, though? The the last thing before we move on. Speaking of food, like... Uh, Jack and the Box. Yeah, they. He's a software. <laughs> Jack in the Box. Uh, has basically partnered with some company that's backed by Snoop Dogg for mm-hmm. a new Munchie Meal. Oh, it's that called the good. Merry Munchie Meal, and it costs four dollars and twenty cents. <laughs> and. It's going to feature two tacos, french fries, onion rings, five mini churros, three chicken strips, and yeah. a small drink. Because niggas, when you get the munchies, meal. apparently, that's you feel that's that's You don't that only is. get the munchies when you smoke, though. You get the munchies when you drink, too. Because <laughs> I damn yeah. sure be hungry after I come from a spot. I get oh, hungry, yeah. but not munchy. Munchy is like you eating, like you just snacking on any and everything around you. That's drunk. That's drunk. That's drunk ordering. That's for me. It's not called the the munchies. It's called drunk ordering. <clears throat> I but can yeah, see it on both I mean, but yeah, as a, a um ex smoker, you're right because you do some crazy nasty shit and you'll start frying eggs and you'll put some rice in it and then you'll be like, oh, <laughs> this shit probably would be even better with some cheese. Mm-hmm. Put the bread. So Get the crust from the bread and put it around the <laughs> omelet. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's gonna work. It's, it, it happens. I'm telling you. I just think that food oh, is spoiled, and they're looking for a way to throw it out. And they know people that's high is not too picky, <laughs> so they just putting everything in a freaking box. That's crazy. Right, right. That's probably the shit that's definitely about to go bad. Five minutes. Because it don't make no sense how they how many. How much food you just said for four dollars and twenty cents? Somebody just um somebody just um tagged us to I don't know what it's supposed to be, but it looks like a family picture. And they text us, wrap up Jeopardy's. Oh, maybe this is the guy. I don't know because I didn't get to really watch that video. But uh, mm-hmm. he tags us to a picture and has him and his. Wife and kid, I'm assuming, and he put Hanson Blue, and he put all of our names in it. His name is Deuce Double. No, that's mm-hmm. not his name. His name is Don J R C E O. I don't know who that is. This could be him. I don't know. Could the guy him. from Jeopardy. Yeah, was he black? Nah, he was white. Mm-hmm. Oh no, this is a black. The dude. guy who lost. This is a black And the tag dude. is on Facebook? No, it's on um Instagram. Instagram. Check your Instagram. Oh, I'm gonna look right now. Um In the meantime, though, in between time. Uh, 
I don't even understand what this what this means. I'm looking at the picture now. <laughs> Me too, like <laughs> wrap up Black Panther press one. I don't know. It's kinda weird. Yeah, I don't know. Alright, let's move on though to uh Black Panther. Um this movie is supposed to be huge and if you've ever seen anybody post about it they're talking about how we're going to go out in drones to see this wearing dashikis and crowns and like going to make it the blackest event ever someone trying to uh, sabotage that and a lot of people are saying that it was a um, like a fake page that someone clearly who doesn't want Black Panther to succeed they posted trying to make it sound like it was coming from black women saying boycott Black Panther if we're not good enough for Michael B. Jordan then we shouldn't go see his movie because Michael B. Jordan is apparently dating someone that isn't black I don't know if she's white someone said she was Latina I don't know but um, they tried to make it make this thing get legs and I've seen it a few times while I was on social media the past few days and I'm like yo I just hope our people isn't going to be gullible enough to feel like you know what I'm not going to see this movie F that like what y'all think of this fake boycott I was going to go see it but I don't think I'm going to be able to but you know I think that that's stupid that's dumb. So what? Does it, he it matter who he's, or he's interested in a, a girl that's not? Is it a girl? Because I heard otherwise. But a girl. Wow. Yeah, it's um, a girl. All right. Okay. So what? He's interested in a girl that's not black. So what? When is when is that? When has that become an issue? It's just a freaking movie. Like at the end of the day. You know what? Let me let me tell you what the, I feel like the bigger issue is, right? And I try not to get. Can I get CNN right now? Is that okay? <laughs> Good, Judy. I'm asking you because you be the one calling me out. You gotta think about it. No comment. <laughs> Say that again. I'm gonna cut you. No, I said, can I get CNN right now? Can I can I go CNN yeah, right yeah. now? Cause I mean, right, cool. you are allowed so, today, maybe, if you come back next week, and maybe if you come back the <laughs> week after that, because we haven't went CNN in a long time. So, you're allowed. Go ahead. I'm, I'm good today? All right, cool. <laughs> so, listen. <laughs> you got to understand, right? Black women, right now, there's, there's, there's still people that, that adhere to the, the understanding or the, the, the mentality that when black men make it successful, they go and stay outside the race, right? Right. And for some people, it's not really an issue. We're all, you know, people that have seen different things. We've seen diversity in relationships and, like, you know, probably been with other races before. So it's not really a thing for us. But it's some people that still kind of, like, feel, feel some type of way about that. And I understand it being older now, looking at how women are influenced by certain people if the reason why Barack Obama was as uh, influential in the black community as he was is because his wife was black 
you wouldn't look at Barack Obama as the same type of guy if he had a white wife. It doesn't matter the type of person she is. She could be a beautiful person. And they could have met when he was 10 and they could have had this long, you know, life together or whatever. It, it wouldn't matter to people because they look at your relationship, uh, the person that you're in a relationship with, to be who you value as a woman, the type of woman that you value, right? Black women want to know that they're valued by black men that they see as valuable. So any successful black man that you think is a valuable asset to the community is going to be influential. So a lot of the issue is that somebody like Michael Jordan or Michael B. Jordan is going to be influential to young black men. They, they're going to want to be like him. A lot of young black men are going to want to be and do what he does. So if you got a, a, a black man who uh, live in a certain lifestyle or move in a certain way, and you got young black men looking at him as a source of influence, well, who do you think they're going to go with in terms of a black woman or, or any, any woman to be with if they want to be like their idol or they want to be like the person that they see as this cool guy? Because at the end of the day, if young black men are looking at this like, oh, damn, like he got to yo, the type of woman he's with, I want to be with a woman like that. If that's not a black woman, that doesn't help the community. So for a lot of black women, that's that, that's like a, you know, it's a sore spot. It's a sore area. But I feel like a lot of people don't necessarily know how to communicate that. And it comes right. off as hate and it comes off as negative uh, emotion or whatever. But I think it's coming from a genuine place and I understand it. And I think that if people don't acknowledge that part about it, you can't really continue to go in these circles because today we're going to say, well, don't boycott the movie because of this person's personal life. But then next week is going to be, well, don't support this person's uh, art because they're just a genius. You got to look at what they what they do in person. You know, same with R. Kelly. People can look at R. Kelly and go, well, yeah, he makes great music, but his personal life is this. And then you can look at him and go, well, his personal life is this, but that's a great movie. You know, so I, it goes it goes two ways and depending on how people care to look at it or whatever benefits them they could see it from their standpoint as being okay well I want to support this and I want to go see it because it's a good movie or they could just say well you know I don't want to you know deal with this because this person is not somebody I uh, feel has the best interest of the black community at heart I feel you you're absolutely so, right black um, black women uh, a lot of them and i Black Twitter decided to come forth and saying that they're not boycotting. Like they are still going to see this. Um, they tweeted out a lot of things. Someone, a lot of them actually was coming at black men because once this uh, story came out, black men apparently ran with it and was like, um, like calling black women out about it. What? Um, yeah, basically saying like, oh, like, basically because it seems like black women were the one that would be the ones boycotting. Like a guy wouldn't care that Michael B. Jordan was dating a white girl. It seemed right. if this was true, it would be coming from women, no matter how uh fake the story was. That's who would be the who source. So. You know what? And that's the thing. I don't even think, I don't even think a black person even started this. 
to be honest. What I'm I think this too. is just another one of those situations that's put out there to create division mm-hmm. and make people run in circles and, and, and figure out what 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 is that? Have, what what? Why is that even important right now? Whether or not people want to go see this movie because of his relationship choice. Why is that right. important? Right. That's crazy. That's what I'm saying. Like, who made this up? Who started it? But you know what? This is type, we can't we can't uh, discredit the person's uh, understanding if the, if it is a, a ploy to kind of get people talking because it did it did its job. But yeah. as I always say, we we're in a position and we have the opportunity to wake people up and open their eyes and say, you know you know what? Maybe it is that important. Maybe it's not that important. If it is that important to you, don't go watch the movie. But if you don't go watch this movie. Maybe you want to think about all the other movies that you go watch and look at the people that in those movies and see what type of relationships they're in and how many uh, illegitimate children they have and all these great actors that you feel like, you know, are these beautiful people. Look at their lifestyle and determine how you feel about that and determine if you want to support those type of people. And don't just do it when it's a black man. True. Some woman, uh, black woman, uh, tweeted out. Someone said, "As many, um, as many black women as there are starring in Black Panther, and y'all think black women are gonna boycott the movie because one male lead might not be dating a black woman? Get the fuck." Another one says, "Pathetic how y'all are making up black women are boycotting Black Panther because Michael B. Jordan is dating a white girl. Y'all want us to be bitter and angry so bad. It's so pathetic. I don't care who he's dating." He already right. said he doesn't bash us and dates black and white. Let me tell you something. So like they, you said, you yeah. brought up... Oh, you finished? Yeah, yeah, I'm done. I'm oh, sorry. Benoit brought up a point. You know, let's just use R. Kelly again. I mean, R. Kelly is a creep. <laughs> you know, he pisses yeah, on dude. women. He kidnaps them. He, Allegedly. He, he does whatever. Allegedly. Allegedly, the key word. But uh, we still like his music. We still listen to Bump and Growl. We still listen to One, Two, Three, Four, Five, Six. We still still go listen. And if he come to Brooklyn, if he come to Brooklyn, I'm going to find a ticket to get to his concert. That's it. I mean... I don't care how many people he peed on. I don't care. Like, I'm still going to go. I'm still going to go. That's it. Someone said, uh, so silly, so what if he's dating a white girl? It's a triumph if Meghan Markle marries Prince Harry, but Michael B. Jordan can't date a white girl? Makes no sense. Right. No one said Michael anything Jordan, when, they, it's, when it's the other way around the scenes. They said the Who Michael said Jordan, Michael no. Jordan... Not Michael B. They said Michael Jordan does not want black people buying his footwear. Is that correct? Am I or am I like stretching it going too far? Is is it? Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know. Are you right? Well, I I heard something about that. I think you're in the in the realm. So I don't. I can't say you're right because I never heard it exactly the words. But yeah, I heard something in that room. You have black males killing, stealing, and dealing. Just to get them 
Yo, we got a call off. You had to turn uh, into a rapper just now, though? <laughs> Let's bring this call on real quick. But I don't want to listen to my music. We <laughs> hear your music every day. What up? What up? What's your Carla, name? Carla, what's up? And where you calling from? This is Red Frame, man. I'm calling from Chicago, Illinois. I'm on the, the winning oh, team. What's up, Chicago? Funny. What's happening? What's your what's name happening? again? Nice, nice. Yeah, this is Reverend Green, man, from Chicago. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I'm a member of uh, Don Don Jr., CEO of the winning team, man. I was listening in on you guys, and, uh, you know, it's something that we haven't gotten beyond race, man, because, you know, that's kind of pathetic. I mean, we're so many mulatto families and children, man. It's God's program that all of us breathe his ass, so, man, it should just be equal. And if you're still stuck in the rut of race and color, they need to go back to the 60s, real talk. Uh, you know, we need to get beyond that, man. That shouldn't be a factor in anything, man, because when you look at our bloodlines, man, we got all kind of mud in us. Everybody. Right. There's no pure race. So we're all a part of this mixing pot, man. That's all I want to add. True. Right. You're right. That's true. Thank you so much for uh, for calling in. We appreciate your, your opinion. Well, real, real, really quickly to uh, kind of <laughs> respond to what you're saying. It is definitely true that we're all, you know, the same, but we have to acknowledge that our position in America is not one of equal status here as black people. So I think that plays a lot into the way that society runs and the way that we're treated in culture, right? A lot of the reason why Black Lives Matter organization is in existence or different organizations like that or just people feeling a way about police brutality and all that type of stuff is because of how black people are seen in America. A lot of it has to do with how black people uh, behave in America also, but you can't, uh, you can't neglect to recognize the fact that it's not black people are not treated the same. So a lot of the time, because of that, people form different opinions and people have uh, feelings about certain things related to race that other people don't have to think about. You know, because on a daily basis, our race is an issue for us being in certain areas or being in certain places, whereas somebody else's race, it doesn't matter. You could be a white guy and go to any anywhere and not have to think, well, I'm white, so I'm at a disadvantage here or I'm at a disadvantage. As a black man, you go into a, a store and you feel like, well, damn, I have to talk a certain way because I don't want people to think I'm going to rob them or I'm going to steal from them. You know what I'm saying? So the, well, the, the dynamic is a little bit different. No, I understand that, man. But again, you know, you, you, you're saying that just because we're black, that you know, we have to look at things negative on a negative basis. That's not. Oh true. no, 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 not at all. Let, let me not finish my point. Let me finish my point. There's millions of black folks that are extremely rich, extremely successful, mingle with the top-notch crowds. It's pretty much how you set your platform up. Now, it could be a right. lack of education. Is that 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 that's stifling us and keeping us some of us in that rut of stereotype because right. you know we 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 didn't kind of migrated to the streets because you know we God's chosen people so we're kings out here so we go out here in the streets we think we're in paradise but then when it comes to reality of dealing with society you looked on different because you didn't learn the cultural norm how about just common English you know I had a problem with that thinking about the public school system here in Chicago, not to knock my home, love my home, 
But when you see an interview of a kid coming from the public school, say you say you see a black kid, he's in seventh grade, and he'll they, they say say something happened on the street. He said, "Well, I see the man. He was down there in the street. This is seventh grade public education. Everybody all the same curriculum." Then you see another kid from the suburb or from the same same educational system, and well, basically the criteria of what happened, the individual stuff. And that's pathetic. That's that we're allowing that separation to continue for our lack of educating our youth to get in the get in the game. So, you know, All right, so hold on, really, really quickly. Sorry, you just said uh, for allowing uh, a lack of educating our youth, right? Who are our youth? I'm sorry. You said we, we uh, fall into the system uh, or into that trap for lack of educating our youth. So I'm asking you, who would you say is our youth? Well, I, I would say our youth is God's children all around the board. I've seen little white kids talk with the slang. It's, it's, it depends on the educational system, but how about it starts at home? How about of the course. parents working and, with you? But you so, got to look at it like so, this, right? The same way, the same way you could say it, it starts at home. And I understand, I understand exactly what you're saying. I don't mm-hmm. feel like looking at black issues has to even be negative. We don't have to right. look at black issues with a negative uh, connotation or from a negative viewpoint. I just right. feel like we have to look at black issues, period. It doesn't right. mean that we have to look at it negatively, but we have to look at it with uh, uh, with an open mind and, and understanding that we have to create solutions because we're the ones who care about this stuff. If, right. I see a, uh, if I see a black woman being uh, beat up or slapped around by a white man, I'm going to feel some type of way about that. It's going to be a lot different than if I were to see a white woman be slapped up by a white man. It's not, it's not to say that I, I care uh, differently about oh, I don't love a white woman or I don't love people in general, but for me, seeing a black woman be beat up by a white man, I'm going to mm-hmm. think about my mother. I'm going to think about my sister. I'm going to think about my aunt. It's a connection for me, which is natural. So what I'm saying is we can't, we can't, deny, we can't deny that part of our uh, DNA, our humanity. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's the same with any other race. If an Asian man sees an Asian woman in trouble, he's going to be the first one to go help her. It's well, natural. Actually, it's natural to see people like you. Right. Yeah. Right. It's, yeah. it's natural to want to help people like you. But well, if we don't, if we don't accept, if we don't accept the fact that people that, that look like us are mm-hmm. some of the ones in the most need of help in, in in society, we can't look at helping every child. We can't look at helping every child if most of the children that need help are the children that look like us, and other people are not willing to help them. You get what I'm saying? That's that. that's I the real understand. issue. Now don't don't get me wrong, my brother. I am pro for us because you know again, you know I look like them. But again, I look at this thing on an open perspective on God's concept that hey man, we all are His children. We all breathe His oxygen. So we got to right. be beyond looking at the color and who identifies with us. We all identify together. We all bleed the same blood. We all breathe the same air, and we all face the same obstacles. Some of us more than others because of life's choices. Man, I was in the street. Well, I was looked at different when I went to stores when I thugged up years ago and walked up in there looking crazy. I knew what I was doing, but that was the choice I made. Right, right. You know what but I'm saying? Not, but like as, said, I, though, as I matured, as I matured, I changed. I went back to school. I got my education. That was self-motivation. Some aren't motivated, so that's where brothers like yourself and me, we have to go and show them love and guide them to the right direction. But we can't keep implanting in their head, because you black, 
you're going to be looked back. They're going to look down on you. No, let's, let's say, hey, we black, but we were the president last year. So the sky is the limit. No, you see, right. see the, the thing is, the uh-huh. thing is, I think uh, it's it's an uncomfortable thing, an uncomfortable mm-hmm. position for us to be in, but yeah. it's very, very real, and we have to acknowledge the fact that. See, I teach I teach uh, music programs in, in a couple of different junior high schools, right? Uh-huh. Instead of me just going in and teaching, I also let my students know: listen, the position that you're in in America, in Brooklyn right now, you're not in right. a, in a position of advantage, so you need to put more effort than somebody else who might have uh, something to fall back on because right. oh. literally we're in a, we're in a destitute state. So that's, that's how I'm talking to the students in my demo, in, in my uh, demographic, if you will. So for me, I understand we, we're, I'm not talking about race. I don't talk about race to say that you're in a, in a lowly position and you can't do anything about it. I talk about race to say, listen, the way that people are going to view the way people are going to view outside is a lot different than the small world that you see here because there's a well, whole there's world a outside. And I'm in agreement uh-huh. with you, my brother. There's a lack of unity in our community because mm-hmm. of one factor that's major. The family nucleus has been come somewhat destroyed. When Section right. 8 came out and told the women, hey, you can overpower this black man. You can become the independent person. And, but there's one requirement. We're going to take care of you and give you money for the kids, but you can't have Just a man. leave him alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's like a ship without a sail. Well, they held right. the kids up, and the kids survived, but there was no direction because there was no sail. There was no man in the home. So as the kids exactly. got old enough, they just jumped out at any port. You know, mama get banged. She slide, slide by this port. This guy hit it, that guy. But there was no direction. So these young men went out without direction. Let me just say this last thing. This is I'm Reverend Green here in Chicago for the start of ministry going to get these boys and ones on the corners and on the streets, the ones we're referring to. Not the ones that's in school messing up, but how about the ones that messed up and got kicked out? But the, 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 the right. thing is, is that uh, because of the nucleus was destroyed, it was it was a sinful, it was a, more of a satanic thing because they didn't know what they were doing, but it destroyed the black nucleus of the family. And without that nucleus, you know, the kids had no foundation to build on. So they made stupid-ass choices. You know, hey, man, mm-hmm. if my wasn't there with that belt and that extension cord to knock me out or put it down just hit me in the eye if I got out of order, I probably would have dropped out of school in the fifth grade, you know. And a lot of these kids didn't have that threat factor, which was needed. So they just went on made decisions. After 14, 15, they got older. They didn't want to hear mom no more. So they just went, okay, mom, whatever. Go out and learn from mm-hmm. the short, get in trouble, get messed up. Now, we as black men taught them all their lives, don't trust the white man, be careful. Mm-hmm. Don't trust. Okay, so they adhere to that. So now they out there wondering, don't trust nobody, and the ones that told them, don't trust, and we got you, we're not going back to get them. And that's the problem. Mm-hmm. So we right, and I, like I said, that's why. But that's exactly why that what you just said was exactly the reason why we have to address issues based on race because mm-hmm. those issues are still around. They're still mm-hmm. they're not resolved yet, so we can't act like those are resolved and we can move forward. We have to deal with those, but we also have to deal with uh, being able to assimilate ourselves in the culture with other races. That's but right. still, like I said, focus on who, what we focus on home first. That should yeah, be the we, first focus. 
to. But we can't lose sight of the fact that we have to integrate. We have to do business. We have to, but we don't have to bring it to the house is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm in 100% agreement with you, my brother. Love you, man. I appreciate your show. I, I love you too, my brother. I appreciate you. I don't pe- type all the time, but I'm Reverend Green, man, and y'all keep me in your oh, prayer. Okay. I'm a member of uh, Don, uh, Don Jr., man, CEO uh We The Winning Team. Listen, man, we finna make a movement this year to come back, and we going to get our brothers and sisters on the corners, along with the little alcoholic problems, the hair on. I, I did a video on YouTube with my new single called Rev Green, It's All For You, Lord, because everything we doing, it ain't about the people. It's about God's nice. will for us to love each other. God bless y'all, man, and thank you for this platform. God bless you. Listen, you got, you got our information, so DM us your information, and if if, if, any, if there's anything that we could do to uh, help out your organization, then we we love to be a part of it. Oh Absolutely. man, God bless you, man, because it takes a family, it takes a village. We all gonna do it together, man. We gonna love well, our brothers back into the reality of this society. Well, Thanks for calling, Reverend Green. Appreciate you. Man. God bless you, brothers. Thank, thank you. you. Man. Right. All right, okay. love y'all. All right. So yeah, uh, before before uh, we got that call, I know our producer Stacy uh, wanted to uh, chime in. If you didn't lose your thought process, what were you gonna say, Stacy? <laughs> I was just about to say I forgot what I was gonna say. Um, Damn, sorry. No, that was a great call. That was a great caller. Um, right. Oh, really? My main point was just that uh, you know, in Hollywood, this is nothing new. I mean, most most actors have and present, but surely past, have dated outside their race. From Diane Carroll to James L. Jones, Diana Ross, etc. So, you know, all those movies we consider classics. So, you know, Hollywood is just a different game. It doesn't really represent the masses or uh, the whole of us as a people. You know, Hollywood is mainly white. Hollywood is mainly white. So, you know, people Uh date who they socialize with, but I definitely agree with what Renor said in terms of, you know, you do have an image and people follow you. Like, black women love Denzel. I think a lot of that has to do with him having a black wife, and he has acknowledged mm-hmm. that, too. So he's very much aware of that. But, you know, right. in other words, it's just nothing new. But But hold on. I think the new part about it, though, is this. James Earl Jones, right, when he was when he was James Earl Jones, when he was like the man, right? I believe it was a different time for uh, black people in Hollywood altogether, right? And black black culture uh, viewing Hollywood and our voice on Hollywood matters, right? Black people didn't have much of a say when it came to certain things. Social media nowadays gives everybody a platform. A lot of the time, people have power and what they say. If you have 500 people post the same meme, it's going to mean something around the world. Right? And that's a small group of people, but if, they all, if they're all in, in, in unison, it's going to mean something. Back in the day, black people's opinion didn't matter about who. All we could say was, when, they, when these people get famous, they're going to get a white girl. That's it. That's it. <laughs> There's nothing else you could say about that. There's no boycotting. There's no... People were looking to, to, to have their own uh, freedom, right, you know, a lot of the time. So it wasn't even, that wasn't even the biggest issue. 
But nowadays, because any little thing can be such a big problem for people, and a lot of the time they kind of deflect to make to take light away from the major issues that they deal with. But let's just say that, you know, whatever, it is a big issue for somebody. That thing can be blown out of proportion nowadays from your house. You don't even have to have a degree in journalism to write a, an intricate article about the, the reason why somebody would... All you got to do is create a meme with, with words in, compelling enough to, to make people want to share it. And it's going around the world. So James Earl Jones being compared to Michael uh, B. Jordan is, a, is different because you, you, you don't feel like your support of James Earl Jones would have made or broke his career. Well, I, I'm not. Black I'm people not today feel like their support not, of Michael Jordan. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not speaking on it in terms of whether it has an impact or not. Of course, social media has changed everything. I'm more speaking on it from the sense of you saying, not you, but in general, whoever wrote that post saying they're not going to support something because someone is dating someone outside their race. I'm just saying that has right. been happening in the industry for decades. So there's a lot of material you would not support. But I, I agree with you in terms of the impact. Yes, it's much different now. Yeah. Like, yeah. black people not supporting something now is, is, is bigger than it used to be. Well, I know I would definitely be supporting this movie on February 18th. I think is the date that is coming out just in time for the peak what of Black History that? Month. That'll be a Friday or Wednesday. I'm about to look at the calendar right now. Uh, 16th um, is a Friday. A Friday? Oh, I could go. <laughs> like movies come out any other day. <laughs> movies no, generally I'm not going to be able to go like to the Sometimes they have like uh, premieres and it won't come out on a oh, Friday. Oh, that's Phoenix. I'm not going to be able to go to the movies for another seven years. Stop. So, enjoy for me. No, I'm, playing. <laughs> I'm playing, I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> now, no, no DJ Khaled. I'm good. I'm good. We might can make it. But yeah, February 16th, we in there like swimwear. First off, um, real quick, I didn't even realize, I don't know if y'all did, we know Black Panther from the comic series um, Marvel. I never knew it was literally black. Like I thought it was just like uh, it was just the name of the character, and he was a black panther. Like he was like similar to how Catwoman is, Catwoman is, but the guy version, and he like you know fuck shit up. But I didn't realize it was so black. When you look at the trailer, I don't know if they took like creative license with this, but when you look at the trailer, it's like straight out of like some coming to America type literally like dashikis and crowns and like you feel like yeah this is for us I didn't know that was this always like that mm. was Black Panther I don't even know comic, like for us I should say I don't know I, I'm not sure I, I don't recall it to be but I was looking like, yo, I didn't realize this shit was literally black. Like, <laughs> And it's even doper now that you say it, because I feel like the same way that movies have uh, the power to influence people to, to, to be a certain way or do certain things. Yeah. Like, if, if, a, if a, when Paid in Full came out, everybody wanted to be a drug dealer. 
right? <laughs> I feel like when this movie comes out, if we see images of ourselves that look a certain way, we're going to want right. to uh, emulate that. And I feel like that's what people probably don't want, which is why all of this boycotting talk right. is going on. Right. This is like some protect our nation, protect our people type of movie. Speaking of like, that. Yeah, speaking of that, when we get to yeah. what blows my I want to talk about that because this is something that's been bothering me for a long time and I ain't feeling that. <laughs> What's that? All right. She said okay. what blows my I'll wait. Um, uh, last thing, uh, the cast. I don't know if y'all seen that either, but it's like all black. Except there's probably like two white people in this movie. And the rest is all black. Top of Michael B. Jordan, Lapita Nyango, Forrest Whitaker, Angela Bassett, Chadwick Boseman. Like, this cast is, is epic. Felicia Rashad. This shit going it should have us leaving that theater feeling like untouchable. So definitely, everybody go go see uh, Black Panther when it drops. Um, February sixteenth. But let's uh, last but not least, before we get into what blows mine, the twenty seventeen wrap up, like the biggest events that happened. I don't know if y'all could think of one thing that was like the biggest thing that happened. Last year, in terms of what's hot in the blogs for 2017, mm-hmm. I could think of two. One is Usher and that whole purpose situation, and another is uh, Remy Ma and Nicki Minaj. That Sheetha song. That just like started a oh, whole. That was like, I remember when I first seen that that post, and I was talking to um, Judy and uh, my cousins. I'm like, yo, I got a feeling like Remy about to say something, like, cause it was like a lot of subliminals going back and forth and then when she posted that that the cover was like want to see a dead body i was like yo mm-hmm. it's happening it's not a, and it's not a joke stop. and then it was over it was all downhill from there i was and like wow can it stop won't stop Cardi is another big thing for 2017, taking over, mm-hmm. dominating everything. Um, can y'all think of something that stood out for y'all? Um, Vanilla had his babies. True. You listen. You know what? I appreciate it because I was uh, that was gonna be my moment, but I'm glad that yeah. it, it didn't have to be mine. I <laughs> no, it's all good. I appreciate it. I, pre- I, I ain't want people to think I'm biased because it is a big moment. But I'm glad somebody else said it. That is a big oh, yeah. moment. It, 2017 <laughs> was the year of the twins. Everybody yeah, got and damn so Let's not forget. Hi, you pregnant? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> you, you dodged some bullets there. Huh? 
<laughs> Did I? <laughs> Niggas like, that was a close one. That's it. Crazy. Um, I'm trying to think of what else that was like crazy. Dump uh, becoming president. Coke 45. Can you believe it hasn't even been a year yet? That shit, it feels like it's been like two and a half years. Like, it's been a year. Because remember, mm-hmm. I believe you said they. What was the inauguration? Uh, wasn't it December 19th that he was uh, officially. I want to say it was in February or January. January? Oh, no. It's a damn shame that people weren't even. It's all a blur. I wasn't paying attention enough to, to remember the date. But yeah, he, I think he's been a president for over. January 20th. A year. Because I believe you know what was big though. What? January twentieth was. Well, I think it was a date that he was supposed to be. Um, that they could have vetoed or they could have um, overturned his presidency or something like that. I can't remember what it was. I believe that was in January. So the fact mm-hmm. that that didn't happen was a big thing in twenty seventeen. Because the mm-hmm. election was uh, in November or December, right? Or this November. Election the was election November. was in November. Yeah, and yeah, the inauguration was, was January. President, yeah. But yeah, Trump staying president was a big thing in 2017. Right. <laughs> we thought it was going to be a two month or uh, one month and done type situation. Like, right. Figure it out. A free trial, yeah. like. You thought yeah. Ashton was gonna come out like psych. Mm-hmm. This is gonna go. He's still president. Oh, how, I, I believe. Well, you know we're not gonna get into all that. What? I'm gonna just say this. I remember having a conversation with somebody and they thought well, he wasn't gonna make it to this year. So. Oh, you and I, I, I can't. I can't speak on the huh. You bet somebody? No, no, no. I'm just saying. Somebody oh. told me in conversation that they didn't feel like he would make it. Oh, okay. This far. I oh, thought he was going to get shanked. I mean, listen. I, I ain't say what the person <laughs> said. And I'm not saying who the person was. I'm just saying. Because you know, certain things like that could be taken as, you know, out of context by the people. Yeah. Yeah. He's still here. Still, uh, <laughs> America's <sighs> president. Yeah, yeah. I'm just waiting for the dude to die already. Like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like, I mean, he is like, like that's 80, the only right? way he's gonna go. No, just <laughs> unless somebody comes up with like some type of reason for to investigate him, which they have more than enough reasons. I don't know why they ain't choose one yet, but he's like, he ain't going nowhere. Crazy. You know, you know them little roly polies we used to see back in the days. You touch them and they roll up, curl up. Mm-hmm. I was just hoping that something just happened and he just roll up, curl up, and bow out. Like, when are you leaving? Crazy. <laughs> like this dude is like a fucking white crayon. He's like useless. Yeah. He's done. <laughs> 
Yo, I was looking at like the when this is a book that just came out recently, uh, talking basically saying how incompetent he is, how unfit he is to be president, how a lot of people who's his closest people were saying how like he's not smart enough and all that type of stuff. And he tweeted out, I don't remember exactly, but it was something like he literally used the words like very smart, like something like. Uh, I'm great for this role I'm like very smart Like literally said like very smart Like Who said that? Coke 25 Yeah Oh my god Like he's like a 5 year old My son said like very smart (laughs) He was recently comparing his Button uh, His nuclear button to Uh Kim Jong saying his button is bigger. Like, like he literally wants to kill us. Like, amazing. I feel like this dude is gonna go take a fucking trip to the moon right after he presses that button. Cause he got the means to get there, and we don't. We're gonna suffer. Crazy. Um. Hurricane Harvey was big in 2017. Hurricane it was Maria. a lot of hurricanes. I mean, well, not a lot of hurricanes. A lot of crazy stuff that happened. Let's talk about the brush fires. Brush fires in Cali. Mm. Let's talk about the hurricanes. Let me just shut up. It's going to be a tsunami in Coney Island. Stop. I'm dreaming about shit like that. Fears. No, like me life. and my daughter, we dream about stuff like that. In life, me and my mm-hmm. daughter actually I mean, dream about that, and I'm always and out I feel there like, when it happens. And I just feel like I hope I'm in my apartment when it happens because I live on a high floor, and I'm like, hopefully, it goes just below my window. Like that's the shit I think about. I, I've dreamt, Yo, I've had at ball. least four dreams that Coney Island has went under. Stop mm. off before we go into what blows mine. Do you remember when me and you, that time we had that tornado in Coney Which Island? Was? I don't know what it, it was some oh, crazy. We was outside. It was like we had we like a cookout, right? We literally and we was just outside. walked away from the building going to the store and we just yep, heard we screams. We looked back and we see, we literally saw the, the uh, what do you tornado. call it? Tornado. The, the cyclone, the like the, yeah. the shit spinning up, and we, and we ran went in to the, the store. store. Yep, I Son, remember. it just turned completely dark outside the store. The guys in the store was bracing against the door, holding it, so it wouldn't, uh, like, crack in. It was like, I've never seen no shit like that before. And it's like nobody knows, nobody even talks about that. Nope. It's like the thing that never happened. That shit was different. I remember before but, um, Hurricane Sandy, there was another hurricane like that in 2011. I remember, um, no, not 2011. I'm bugging. To, um, 1993, December 11th, 1993. I remember it clearly wow, because it was day. my brother's birthday. Yeah, it was my brother's birthday. Um, my mother took me to school. When she took me to school, she was wearing it was regular, and she had to come get me because 
Apparently, all the water came out of the beach. That's that's when they had filled up the beach. Remember how they um, closed up the the bottom of the morgue? They had to refill it with yeah. sand and everything. Um, it was just like crazy. I almost drowned because I wanted to go with my sister, my cousin, to get like candles, water, flashlights, and right down there by the basketball court, I almost drowned. I had to hold on to the gate because I fell in, yeah. and it was so deep. It was crazy. Like it's like Yikes. things like that you would never forget. Right. <laughs> Crazy. So happens when you live by water. But let's uh let's get into what blows mine. <clears throat> it's a part of the show we say we get under our skin works our nerves. Let's get that theme music. Part of the show, like I said, where we say what gets under our skin, works our nerves. What have you saying, bruh? Really? 646-716-8544 or press 1 right now, right now. And we do have a caller, though. We do have a caller. Oh, we do. Let's get them on. From 111. Caller 111. What's your name and where you from? This is Miss Lady. I'm on the West Coast, and I'm kind of like in a public area, so I'm going to talk kind of soft. Okay. Um, okay. But I'm listening to the pastor minister who called in, and I'm, I'm going to take a bone with one thing he said, which I'm kind of, I, a lot of us are getting tired of hearing it. Um, and I'm a mature black woman. Um, blaming the black woman for accepting um, welfare payments and benefits so they can provide a home, uh, a roof, and food for their children and uh, medical insurance. Um, as if the black women all of a sudden got uh, minimal benefits and said, oh, I don't need you anymore and get out. It didn't happen that way. And I wish they'd stop blaming it that way. For the most part, you know, a lot of those families were struggling. Some of them were highly dysfunctional, pathological, and toxic. What kind of nuclear functional family are you going to have if you have a man that's not working, underemployed, um, depressed about that, um, and sending out a negative energy as because of that? Um, you know, you had a lot of fighting and alcoholism and all of that kind of stuff as a result of economics, which is no fault of the black woman. So I wish that that narrative that is, oh, if all the black women stayed in the home, uh, uh, that these families would, you know, miraculously would be highly functional and would have thrived in this country. 
we know that's not true. That's a false narrative that's promoted. And I don't think many, I mean, I, I think a lot of black women were kind of relieved that they could um, be free of abuse. I doubt very few of that very few would kick out a functioning um, black man to get a welfare check. And that's all I have to say. I hear this a lot from from uh, from men, and it's almost like shifting the blame of the destruction of the black family onto the black woman, and, it, and nobody's buying it. The people with any sense, they're not buying it. Okay, that's it. Yeah. I like to respond. So I understand exactly what you uh what you're saying and I think a lot of it has to do with context and I, I understand the reason why um I feel like it's 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 almost damaging to not uh speak on things a certain way is because when you say things to somebody who doesn't understand exactly what you mean See, when when you know something uh, at a deep level, a lot of people tend to just say things like, you know, as if everybody understands what they what they mean by what they say, right? So it's almost like saying uh, you can't get a job uh, without a college degree, right? That's mm-hmm. if that's if that's an if that's an, uh, a sentiment that's that's echoed in somebody's life over time, they they're gonna believe just that you can't get a job without a college degree, but sometimes you might have to explain to somebody, well, you can't, sometimes you might not be able to get a job working for a company if that company requires you to have a degree, but you can start your own business without a degree, you know. So sometimes going in depth with what you mean can can make the situation a little different. So I understand what you mean, but I think um, sometimes when a lot of men speak, they don't speak from the the perspective of women because we only have our side to speak from a lot of the time understand that we can we we can look at you know different perspectives but from his perspective and what i was gathering what he was saying was that um the government has made it uh difficult for black women to feel like they're in a position where they can really advance in the culture or in society if they if they don't depend on them for uh, their livelihood, right? So it's not to say that you know black women just push black men out of the house, but a lot of the time, if you let's just say me and you we're, we're in a relationship together, and for whatever reason, you know, I get caught up doing something, I might have great intentions, I might be a great guy, who just felt like, well, you know, I had to make a decision to feed my family the only way I know how, and this was the circumstance I got caught up in being young and dumb. And um, that decision followed me throughout my life. So now, because I have this record, I have this past, I'm not able to get the same opportunities that somebody else can get. And I don't see myself as the type of person, or I don't even realize that I have the potential to create my own opportunities. So I'll lean on the system, right? But the system doesn't award me any opportunities. So the other person in the household that the system is awarding the opportunities to is, you know, the mother of my children or the woman that I love. But how long does that relationship last when if this woman that I'm with is educated and she's able to get certain opportunities, how to, first of all, 
how does that even make me feel as a man? You know, I don't feel adequate. I don't feel um, like I'm I'm handling my my job. Sometimes the, the the circumstance can justify it, but in our heads, it doesn't matter what the circumstance is. If you're not providing for your family, as a man, you don't feel you feel like less than. You know, so of course that's going to create uh, psychological issues, mental issues. You're going to feel depressed. You're going to lean on the bottle. You know, and for a woman, seeing that happen in her household, understanding that the man is supposed to be uh, the example to the children of how to be, you don't want to see your man in a weak position. You don't want to see your man in a in a state where he's depressed or he's feeling less than himself. So, you know, it's frustrating for you. You might act on it a certain way as a man, feeling like you don't get any respect. You might react to that a certain way. And that creates a lot of the, the discord that goes on in the black family. It's not to say that the blame should be placed one place or another. It's just when you have all of those factors playing in, sometimes we can we can uh, speak on one of the factors without making it clear that that's not the only factor. And I understand sometimes it can be a little bit uh, difficult to accept because it's like, well, you know what? Don't speak about that if you're not going to talk about everything. And sometimes people need to speak about everything. But I'm just, I would just uh, stress to you that it's not, it's not the uh, overall understanding that black women gaining uh, help from a government or just even seeking to make their position better based on um, whatever abuse or whatever negativity they've had to deal with um, is the problem because it's a lot deeper than just that part of it. So I understand exactly what you mean. And I agree that that's not the only issue, but I would say don't, uh, I would urge you to not believe or not think that that's the sentiment uh, understood well, by most people, black men especially. Okay, well, don't ask her any questions because she left and we have another caller. Right. Oh, she, she left? <laughs> Next caller. She what said up? she was going to make it fast. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 she did. She probably still uh, heard him though. Call her. What what I was what talking to somebody. They, they got it. <laughs> they heard it. Call her. What's up? Probably Good. just listening. All right. Anyway, let's go to what blows mind. What blows mind? For anybody listening, you can call us up. Let us know what blows yours. Six four six seven one six eight five four four. Press one if you happen to be on the line already. Judy Black, you mentioned earlier. That you were saving something for what blows? Okay, so what blows mine? This is my first one. Um, you know how they say, how they be having these like skits and these like memes saying, um, a Brooklyn girl does this, like when you have sex with a Brooklyn girl or when you mm-hmm. open in presence with a Brooklyn. That should be making me so mad because I'm a Brooklyn girl, born and raised in Brooklyn. And I'm nothing like that. Like, and it just makes me so mad because how they be like, nah, I mean, I mean, don't speak for every Brooklyn girl. Like, every Brooklyn girl is not like that. And it just makes me so mad is because, first of all, yeah, I wear Timberlands, but not all the time. I still wear my heels. (laughs) I still like to do my hair. I don't go outside with a scarf on my head. I don't wear pajamas in the street. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. it just makes me so mad. It makes me tight, B, because I don't talk like that, son. Dead ass. 
dead ass. Like, I do not talk like that. And it makes me so mad because it's like you're speaking for every every Brooklyn girl. And, for and me? I just feel like it's just, it's just annoying and it's disgusting. For me, I never take it to heart. Like, I just take it as a, a joke and, girl. And, and laugh. But still, they be like New York niggas be like, I still, I just laugh and I just let it go. But I you never know take it's, it, it, you know. I, it's so different serious. though, Hollywood. It's different because when they say New York dudes be like whatever, it's it's usually not something that's going to make the world look at us crazy. I mean, I mean, New York dudes be like it's speaking for the whole New York. That does not necessarily, it's different because it's not, it's saying Brooklyn girls, <clears throat> Brooklyn, that's one borough where we were born. New York right. could be mm-hmm. anywhere in New York State. You understand what I'm saying? I always see New York, honestly. I always see New York. I yeah, never I don't really, really see Brooklyn dudes. Yeah. I always see New York, and it, they usually always have on Tim's, and they usually like dead ass and mm-hmm. like, come on, be like that type of shit, but. And from what I see is usually people from the Heights of Harlem that's doing stuff in the Bronx that's making them type of videos that I see. Now, I see Bronx be like, I do see that. <laughs> Listen, I've lived in every like... single borough, and I've seen and witnessed a lot of different <laughs> acts. I just was right. telling somebody that, like, I've I've lived in Harlem. I've lived in Brooklyn. I've lived in Queens. i lived in the Bronx. I've stayed on the island. I've not lived there. Let me clear that up. And I've seen all types of different behaviors and different acts. I know the difference, and I know what's going on in these different boroughs. And I just can't get with this shit because, son, dead ass, I'm really not like that. Like, (laughs) I'm really not not like that. (laughs) <laughs> it's a joke, but for real, like honestly, like cause you you can hear me talk on the show. You'll never right. hear me say be dead ass son, like what you saying, like none of that. I you know I drink, but that's it. Like at the end of the day, like could you even really tell? I mean, maybe on the outside looking in, you might say yeah a little bit, but. I don't talk like that. So at the end okay, of the day, so what, I really find it offensive. What liquor do you drink, by the way? It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> you nah, don't want to say because you I know you really, it's a I, Brooklyn no, no, girl no, liquor. No, 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 no. <laughs> Let's make one thing clear. Yes, I used to be the queen of Hennessy. But now <laughs> I'm delivered. And I just. <laughs> like to drink wine. Sometimes I drink my little Long Island iced teas. I drink my little apple martinis. You know, it depends on my mood. It depends on my mood. If I want to wake up in the morning feeling like I never drank, I'm, yes, I'm going to drink some Hennessy. Yes. If I want to, if I know like I'm with my boo and I know what's about to go down, yes, I'm going to drink my Hennessy because I know how I'm going to feel in the morning. But that does not say that this is all I drink because I drink a lot of things. I drink Tennessee, I drink wine, I drink Long Island, I drink apple martini, I drink Patron, I drink everything. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna limit myself. It's just I drink Tennessee when I know I got something to do in the morning and I don't want to be fucked up and hungover. That's it. Mm. Okay. <laughs> 
All right, so what what is what is, what would you say is your real issue with the portrayal of that whole Brooklyn Girls thing? I just don't like it's a stereotype because not every Brooklyn girl is like that. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that. yes, I could be a little ratchet, but I know how to be a lady when it's time. At the at the end of the day, and I feel offended because I, I don't act that. like that. Right. Okay. Heard. Heard you. <laughs> Yo, nah, sorry. I, I was about to say. I was about to say I don't have one, but oh, you do. I definitely have one. Oh yeah. New oh, year, yeah. new me. You ain't got one. Oh, oh yeah, you ain't got one. All right, here yeah. we go. So listen, let's go. What right? you got? I what blows mine is to see these dudes Damn. in videos. With wigs on. I don't understand. No, 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 no. I don't understand how that's why that's so funny. Like I just don't. I, I mean, I understood how it was funny like years ago when people probably started doing it and it was like getting traction or whatever. But it's 2018 yeah. and people still doing this. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, because I just seen one uh, the other day. Like, you know, we usually see the same people over and over doing it, but I seen some random new guy, and he, he did, like, a split screen where he was the wig, and then he he had his guy version on the left, and he was, like, singing a song, but the 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 mannerisms and the way he was acting, I was like... Come on. Oh, what's up? Like, I don't know. Come on now. So much of a I remember a time where a guy wouldn't be caught dead wearing a wig, or he wouldn't be caught dead holding his girl's bag, or he wouldn't be caught dead acting like a female because a lot of these guys yeah. are wearing dresses. They're looking like women. They're doing this and they're doing that. Is that questionable or no? Is it just an art? I, you know what it I is think, for me? Go ahead. I think it's questionable. I don't care what whether it's questionable or not. My, my issue with it is the fact that we got a whole generation of young men growing up trying to emulate the stuff that they see on uh as as what's popular. You know what I'm saying? I'm not interested in making them type of videos popular to have all these kids going around trying to buy wigs and recreate this. And buy purses and use their sisters that they mom purse and they that's crazy to me. I don't I don't like the idea of it. I don't like it. I don't like the look of it. But you got right. you got the guys that would do like where they telling the story. And maybe they just don't got no female friends. I don't get that a female. Get a, get a woman actor. It the they, way they, they don't would. got no friends. So look, you definitely no have a female wait, friend that could do that. Those, those, I feel like I, I wouldn't feel too much of a, a way in terms of the youth looking because it's like, it's like, I look at it just as comedy. Like it's, it's just him acting out a, a scene, a role. But you got some guys who. That's their whole persona. It ain't no back and forth guy and girl And then you got to guess. It's legit. Yeah. I'm just... Let me tell you this something. This is me. And this we is got, my character. There's Those guys out there ones. that play girl roles. I don't mean to interrupt you. There's guys out there that play girl roles and still don't put the wig on. You understand? <laughs> like, let's... For example, Capri Fernandez. He always plays a girl role. Yeah, he yeah. He just used the voice in the background. On. Um, yeah, Mr. Yeah, Commodore yeah. always plays a girl role, and you never see him with a wig on. 
You know what I'm saying? Right, so right. at the end of the day, there yeah. are ways that you can do it. And it's just like, is it questionable? But at the end of the day, you got some dudes like Major Hype. He looks totally like like he doesn't look like he's gay or anything like that. But he wears a wig. I'm not even going to hold you because, oh, they go to Brooklyn. But he's funny <laughs> as hell, especially mm-hmm. when he plays the Yankee girl. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, so it's just like, how about T.T.? I love T.T. T.T. is funny as hell. But then I'm thinking, like, is T.T. gay? I'm still wondering, is T.T. really gay? But T.T. is funny as hell. The one with the green hair. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, I want to know. Like, we, I, I mean, it's none of my business. But it's just, like, it's questionable. I think we might have a caller of, let's see if they are trying to come on. Caller, what up, what up, what's your name, where you from? Are you there? Okay. Hello? Let's just continue with, um, with oh. Lozman, because we don't have that much Yeah, that was, that was mine. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Um, call us at 818, um, if you're listening, just try to call in again. Okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, what was that it for that that part that you were saying? Yeah, that was that was, that was it for mine. That was it. Okay. How about you? Um, honestly, I had I had uh I had something and I can't even uh think of it right, right now. Skip. You go. And All I'll right. Come back. We'll blow. <laughs> nah, for legit. Because I'm legit. We'll got to stop. We'll got to stop. So what blows mine is when two things, IG, social media, like why are you requesting me and you want to request me and then you want to unfollow me? Like my page is open at the end of the day. Ain't nobody asked you to request me to unfollow me because I wasn't even thinking about you, Okay. I was not even thinking about you. So at the end of the day, it's open. You want to see what you want to see? It's there. It's open for the public to see. Okay? Like, you don't have to request me, follow me to see my page. You can see it. It's there. This shit is annoying. Stop trying to get free followers because I'm going to find out. And I'm going to unfollow your ass, too. (laughs) Now, (laughs) not only that, speaking of following... Don't follow me and then start liking my shit and then say, well, yeah, um, I said you beautiful. You can't say nothing back. Bitch, you ain't seen me hit that like. I liked it. Tell me. I don't have to say nothing. I liked it. You know what I'm saying? And then you hit me and say, thanks for the likes and all. But you could go on my page and like a couple of things. Motherfucker, if I ain't like your page and I ain't like nothing on your page, that means there's nothing to like. Don't ask me for likes, okay? Don't <laughs> ask me for likes. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, the listener that was um calling in from eight, they were they were chiming in on the discussion about Vanilla saying guys wearing wigs. He said yeah. he hate that guys are wearing dresses, period. 
Mm. Oh, okay. Period. Yeah, um, it's true. Like, it's questionable. Because I'll be damned if I meet somebody that's an IG, um, that's IG famous, and he want to be trying that. You want to try my dress on? No. Like, I'm about to sell this on Let Go. You is not about to put my dress on. No. I'm not with that. Okay? No. You cannot. I want once. Now I'm going to sell it. That's it. You can't put my shit on. It'll be embarrassing. Like, oh, yeah, I know your boyfriend. He the one that had that red dress on the other day with the... With the no. And you're not wearing my wig either. No. No. Um, and that comment was from hashtag winning team, by the way. Just shout out to them. Hashtag winning team. All right. Nice. Best shout to them. Hashtag winning team. The winning team is right. All right. We got like four more minutes of the show. Winning team. I said it. Winner team? Um, winning, winning team. Running team? So you know what? what? We're not, we're not going to um, <laughs> take too much time then. We don't need to exhaust the four minutes. Uh, I don't have anything left that All blows right, Well, mind. I guess I was angry today. I must have had Hennessy last night. <laughs> <laughs> On your brother's wait, shit, wait. Right? One last thing, real quick. My, my what blows mind, I just thought about it. Uh, uh, when it comes to Happy New Year's, and people oh. say Happy New Year's. Oh yeah. There's no S. It's just one year. That blows. One more mind. thing. One more thing. Stop wearing these baggy wigs. Like stop. stop. Enough. What is baggy the baggy wig? Like, no. How does stop that even work? These, stop wearing these baggy wigs. Stop. Stop. When oh, you get about the one this that come new up? wig, when you get this a female, when you get this new wig, I need you to get a mirror, go to the second mirror, and do a 360 spin because it's not right. Stop wearing yeah. these baggy wigs. Stop. Stop. And on that note, we're about to get up out of here. Uh, um, Facebook.com slash I'm going Hollywood angry. I'm, radio. I'm getting out Hollywood of here. Radio at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> New Year. This was our first show of the year, so it, we actually went longer than we gone in a while. We've been gone for a while. But happy mm-hmm. New Year. We had a lot to discuss. Welcome back to Vanor. Uh, Man, I ain't never left. I ain't never left. <laughs> Welcome Mr. back. Judy. Welcome well, back. Judy Black. Let the people know what they can find Judy Black oh, on yeah, Facebook. Man. Judy with two U's. Judy Black on Instagram. Judy Black on uh, uh, whatever, Snapchat. And that's it. And here every Sunday at the same time. I follow y'all. Where you at? Oh, My chat. Can you hear me? Real quick. Oh, this is the 818. What, what up, man? How you feeling? What's your name? I'm Pastor Dondre and CEO. Shouts out to y'all and y'all network. I was the one who pushed the button and told everybody to start blowing okay. y'all up. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> y'all doing a lot of wonderful things. Uh, 
2018 is a year of completion. I want to say this. I love the rant by the sister. You kept it real. I don't like guys in dresses that's throwing the whole essence of hip-hop off. That's not what mm-hmm. we built for. And I've been around since 1985. Ron DMC came to Charlotte, North Carolina to perform my daddy TV show. So I know this thing nice. is real. Uh, right. All I want to say is I love y'all, and I want to send blessings out to y'all listeners. This year, don't be no fly on the wall. Get involved. The call-in number is 646 646- Seven one six eight five four four. Don't just be on the line. Press number one so they know they need to get you in. I had to call back in twelve man. times. We gotta do what we gotta do, man. This is a new year, and we give love, we get love, and we spread unity and positivity and lead by example. As a pastor, I'm coming out from behind the pulpit. We coming to a city near you. Top twenty two markets, highest crime, highest violence, no media coverage. We're buying abandoned buildings, the land that those buildings stay on. We're going to get people in a 50-mile radius, second chance. They got felonies, no child molesters. We don't deal with the people that touch the little kids. I don't play that. Okay. <laughs> That's a fact. Oh, you serious? Oh, my God. If you so serious, all you got to do is talk. Oh, we